Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Hello there. We are here again with Mike Strategies Podcast. Tony Smith with you again, along for the ride with uh, figuring out all of the strategies that might be applied through the Mike Ferry system. Uh, there, there are so many, it just goes on and on. I want to take a little different road today and talk a little bit about what Mike addresses all the time is becoming a great communicator. And, you know, even if we take it clear back to the, the single biggest complaint that the public has with real estate agents is the fact that they, that they don't feel like they communicate well with the, with the agent. The agent never calls. They never reach out. They're, they're there. And, and then we go all the way through this. The, the business we're in is communicating. We don't have loaves of bread on the shelves that we sell. We don't have a storefront that's there. Our job is to sell a service. Our job is to be able to relay and convey the service that we sell in a way that the public will buy it. And in order to do that, we have to become a communicator and have to become a really good communicator. So you want to start understanding that uh, for you to succeed at this business, uh, your quest to become a better, stronger uh, communicator over time is, is the key. And most agents don't ever work on it at all. So you've probably heard me say a hundred times already in these podcasts that uh, professionals practice, amateurs do not. And the real estate industry is full of a lot of agents that don't practice. They don't work on becoming a better communicator. Scripts, dialogues, the whole thing. But where I'm going to take a little road is I'm going to give you a few tips today about becoming a better communicator with people if you really want to understand and, and uh, master it, right? The first thing I want to point out is somehow having you move away from making nothing but big, bold statements to asking questions. Great communicators ask questions nonstop. And you know, as a salesperson, if you can learn to ask questions as your whole delivery method of communication, it makes the process so much easier, so much simpler, so much faster for you to get the client to move in the direction that you'd like them to go. I always have this thought, it's, uh, what well, our goal is, is try to get the client that we're in front of or the person we're talking to over the phone to say what out loud what we just want to tell them. And there's only one way to do that, and that is asking a whole series of questions. If you've taken any time at all to explore the Mike Ferry website and look at our scripts and dialogues, our listing presentation process, all across the board, you will see that we approach it from a question-based uh, type of selling. And in a, a, in a good communication process, you're going to learn and you're going to have a strong desire to continue to just keep improving the your ability to ask questions. So rate yourself right now. In your real estate career, do you spend most of your time day in and day out asking questions? 
If you're on the phone prospecting, are you asking questions? If you're out door knocking, are you asking questions? When you're presenting to a seller, are you asking questions? When you're trying to negotiate with a buyer, are you asking questions? It's very important for you to understand that as just the basis of this whole idea of becoming a great communicator. But I want to tap on some details that we talk about all the time, right? Um, one of the things that you have to consider to become a better communicator is first understand your rate of speech, the rate that you speak to people, okay? Speaking too quickly uh, to people makes you appear like you're in a rush and makes the client feel like there's not enough time for them. Puts them under a pressure, if you will. Are you naturally a fast talker? Okay, so you have to really consider if somebody that you're talking to is just has a normal rate of speech and you're a fast talker, what do they think about you when you're talking like that? They actually think you're trying to pull something over on them. You know, like the old cliche, ooh, a smooth talker, silver-tongued devil, fast talker. What if you speak slowly by nature and you're, you're talking to someone who's a little bit faster clip or faster pace of communication? If they speak faster and you talk really slow, you tend to believe that the person talking to you is kind of slow, okay? So what we want to really have you understand, if you want to become a good communicator, it's not about you forcing your rate of speech on people. It's about you hearing their pace and matching it, okay? I wrote it down. The best pace is the same pace as the client. And we teach, our, we teach our salespeople all the time, the agents we coach, when they're prospecting on the phone, they really should listen for that rate of speech right up front and try to either speed up, slow down, or match that rate of speech. Very important to get communication crossed. Okay? The second major indicator or tip that you can use to become a better communicator is the tonality that we use. You know, some people speak with a lot of emotion, a lot of enthusiasm naturally. If you don't speak to them at the same level they do, they'll think you're boring. Some people speak a little more on the dry or the monotone approach. You need to sound a little bit more like them or they, they'll think you sound a little bit crazy. Okay? So you think about the tonality. You know, uh, if you want to communicate well with someone, can you hear the tonality? Now, if you don't ask questions and you don't have canned presentations and you're not working from scripts and dialogues, it's almost impossible to ever get to a place where you can even listen for any of these things. If you have a canned presentation, you have practiced scripts and dialogues, now you can listen and you can start measuring, okay, rate of speech, tonality. If you can match those two things right from the gate, uh, your communication as well. And then you start thinking about, you know, the personality style of the person that you're dealing with. Once you have a client, so you have a client, uh, you've got their listing. Well, you have a pretty good understanding now of their rate of speech, their tonality, what personality style they are. Isn't it your job to try to communicate with them and match their traits? Or is it your job to try to shove your traits at them and hope they catch up? Okay, good communicators understand matching the rate of speech and the tonality, okay? Then there's words and phrases. 
You know, people have words and phrases that they use all the time, um, you know, depending on how they were raised or how they grew up or what part of the country they're in. There's words and phrases that's, that they use. If you're versatile and you're able to listen, you can adjust the words and phrases that you use to better understand the client. Right? You know, if you're down in the South, how y'all doing? Okay, <laughs> right? You know, if you can hear that and listen, somebody from the South, and you can get some of those phrases and, and use those things. We call it mirroring and matching. Basically mirroring and matching the customer you're talking to, right? But we take it a step further. The easiest way to get in a communication pattern that's moving in a positive way is to repeat and approve the answers they give you. So if you ask someone a question, how long have you lived at this address? They say, well, I've been here about 10 years. Now you have two options. You can just ask the next question or you can repeat their answer and actually approve it. Wow, you've been there 10 years. Good for you. See, that repeat and approve is basically a way to let the client knows that you heard what they said. But it also helps them know that you agree with what they've said. This is how they develop the trust with you, right? You know, Many people get in a scripted environment or they're presenting, they ask a question, the client responds and they just go, okay, or they go, great. Uh, in my old days as a presenter, I got caught with this. I used to use the scripts and I was the great, great, great guy, right? How long have you lived at this address? 10 years. I go, great. Where'd you move from? Uh, Boston. Great, right? It was just great, 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 great. If you have those response patterns yourself, doesn't that also sound like you're just not listening? Everything's great, right? So you need to consider a very strong trait of a good communicator is to repeat and approve the answers that you, that you get. Man, if you find yourself using a script and you on the phone and you're prospecting for appointments and you get into the first couple of questions and they hang up on you, your tonality's off, your rate of speech is off, you're not repeating and approving, maybe you sound like you're interrogating them. Those are just all bad forms of communication, right? Uh, another tip, you need to really understand the power of downswings versus upswings. Let me explain, okay? A downswing is turning your voice down at the end of a, of a great question that you would like authority in our world. When do you plan on moving? Do you hear the downswing? When do you plan on moving? How long have you lived at this address? Where did you move from? Those all have a downswing at the end. Now, what's a more natural response is if you want to be excited and you want to sound like you're excited, you tend to be excited and then you upswing everything. When do you plan on moving? How long have you lived at this address? You know, you consider those upswings. Upswings actually create doubt in the mind of the client. So if you have one of those voices that upswings at the end all the time, you're actually creating a lot of doubt in the client, okay? And it, an upswing is a natural sound to make when asking a question. The challenge is that when you use an upswing, it can be misinterpreted very quickly. Upswings create that doubt in the mind of the client. We want you to understand that using a downswing is the right approach, right? If you use a downswing, it gives you that authority. The downswing is that tone that when you use it, it's kind of like when you were, what you were told as a kid. Now, I'm not talking mean, but when your parents said, go clean your room, they didn't say, go clean your room, <laughs> right? They would say, go clean your room. 
And that gave the authority that said to do that. You know, you have to ask yourself, when you're trying to get someone to see you as an authority figure or the one that's, you know, the smart one, the real estate agent they should trust and rely on, you need that authority, right? <laughs> have you ever been pulled over by a police officer? Did they ever say, hey, I caught you speeding? Right? They never say those kind of things. They say things like, do you know why I pulled you over? With a downswing, because that downswing generates that immediate response. So you have to recognize some of these uh, techniques. You know, in our world, since all we get to sell is our communication skill and what we do, right? We basically get to share with people what we do to sell homes. We have to use these techniques to our advantage. Now, let's think about the presentation. When you're presenting to people, these things apply just as well. When you're on a listing of presentation, if you're talking really super fast at the listing presentation, they're not going to trust what you're saying. If you talk real slow at the presentation, you'll put them to sleep. You have to follow these same patterns live when you're in front of people, okay? And then you've heard me say it a thousand times, to become a great communicator, you have to understand the value of energy and enthusiasm. Okay, for Mike Ferry for 46 years has been telling us the key to become a great communicator, a great presenter is the energy and the enthusiasm that we bring to the table. You know, if you have an amazing script or an amazing thing to, sell, to say, amazing technique of how you're going to sell their home, but it's delivered without energy and enthusiasm, it all falls flat, doesn't it? Right? And you, there are some ways to increase energy and enthusiasm. You have to consider this. Uh, smile. You know, many people in, in their natural born life, especially when dealing with serious issues of selling real estate, don't smile. In fact, we see a lot of great agents that when they're, uh, you know, prospecting over the phone or they're presenting at a listing presentation or with their, with a buyer, they interpret that how, how important this transaction is to not smiling. And, you have to trust yourself on this. If you have got to learn how to smile in front of people, you definitely have to learn how to smile over the phone because it changes everything. Believe me, they can hear a smile through the phone. And they can certainly see that smile on your face, which interprets to energy and enthusiasm. You know, it's hard not to be energetic and enthusiastic if you're confident in what you do, you have the right uh, you know, you have the right things for the seller. You have the right techniques to get their home sold. You're the best person for the job. Why wouldn't you bring energy and enthusiasm? We've talked about it before. A perfect dialogue without energy and enthusiasm falls flat. And even if your dialogues aren't perfect, energy and enthusiasm can bridge the gap. So I understand that many people don't have it naturally. It just happens to be part of the job. You've got to bring it to the table. Okay. And then when we're in a phone situation, right, we have to recognize that when we're over the phone, if you need to deliver more energy and enthusiasm, you got to smile over the phone. Many of our best agents have a mirror in front of them in their prospecting station so they can smile. You've got to stand up. I have to tell you, standing up uh, for a great uh, presenter is one of the most important things you can do. If you're over the phone prospecting, stand up. You need the body motion, the, the, the movement, the hand gestures. You need to use your body, you know, uh, to emphasize the important points, to create some energy into to what you're trying to do. Volume. You know, most people um, talk way too low over the phone. 
I don't know if you get this a lot, but do you get messages from other agents and you can barely hear them because the volume's so low? You know, we lose about 30% of the volume over the phone. And so if you don't speak up and someone can't quite hear what you're saying, they're going to miss most of it and they'll just act like they hear what you're saying, right? But that means you're going to miss out on the opportunity. So you want to consider volume. We know that over the phone, only 7% of the true communication are the words that you're using. 7%. Okay? You think about this. The other 93% of communication is the volume, the energy, the tonality, the body language that you're using, the downswings, the gestures. Almost all of the communication is not the words. It's what comes from you delivering the words that is the real communication. So you've got to step it up in that regard, okay? So I wanted to give you a few tips today. You know, I, I, I believe everybody listening to this wants to become a great real estate agent, wants to become a better uh, communicator, wants to get a lot more listings and make a lot more sales. Well, today's topic is about a few tips of how to become the communicator you need to be to pull that off. So I hope this helps. I hope you're able to measure yourself a little bit. Hopefully, you're able to make a few corrections in the way you communicate with people to get better results. As you know, here at the Mike Ferry Organization, we got one thing in mind, to increase your production and your profitability. Have a great afternoon. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.